Okay. You ready? Yeah. Let's just see where this takes us. We're winging it today. We are winking it today. Welcome aboard the flight attendant podcast. The seatbelt sign is on. It's going to be a rough ride. Welcome to the Flight Attendant Podcast. I'm B, and I'm here with my best friend in the whole entire world. By the way, that will be Uncle Jay. <laughs> I just kept seeing your face like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Just gotta say, I'm gonna say my name. I'm gonna say my name. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm good. Should we try that again? Or do you want to I kind of liked it though. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm good on a trip. I just woke up from a nap. Which Ooh, a nappy nap. I think it was counterproductive because I have to be up at 4 a.m. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Have you find that you've been sleeping a little bit worse the past couple of months or weeks uh for me yes because i had vacation and then i went and worked a red eye mm. but then i was on the east and i was on in the west coast in napa valley for the vacation and then i had to go to puerto rico for my layover and then work two red eyes back to back so yes I, my my sleep screwed up <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can edit this but you were at the courtyard I was at the courtyard. I don't know. <laughs> the courtyard. <laughs> yes, it was written in Puerto Rican. Without a D. Without a D. It was funny. Oh. So how was your vacation? I know that you went it, to Vapa. It was good. Um I had fun. I drank lots of wine. And oh. I had a ton of food that I made because we got a really nice Airbnb for the week. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So we had fun. It was me and four girlfriends. Then we got stuck in uh, the Bay Area. Thankfully, you were there. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, yeah. That's uh, the perks of non-rev traveling when you get stuck because there's no seats for you. It's so funny that we were at the same location pretty much did the same thing but separate because timing wasn't right i guess right but yeah but luckily yeah like that last couple of hours of your trip i was actually there yeah i was exactly. able to to give you posada yes <laughs> i loved it we thank you very much me and my friend em um and then thankfully fefen was in la for my layover that that's right, because that was another save on your behalf. Yeah. Going out for you. Nice. Yes, yes. Um, but that's it. How are you? How you been? I'm good. Just working, you know. I took some time off in June, but not as much as you did. And it was very involuntarily. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't. I, there was just a moment that I'm like, uh, I am done. And done. <laughs> drop, 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 drop. <laughs> 
exactly. Mr. So, Senior Papa over there. I know, right? I'm like, look at me. I can get long layovers and drop everything I want <laughs> and drink a lot of wine. You I also still, went to you also went to Napa. I know, yeah. I, you, we went you, to Napa. But I was working now. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the, the, the only difference. I can't believe that I scored that 50 hour layover. I don't know how. Well, it was yeah. in your line. Yeah, yeah. That's the deal. How do you feel after your month off from podcasting? Um, it went really quick, I have to say. <laughs> It really did. It did, didn't it? Um, it was good, actually. I didn't think it was it was that necessary for to take that much time, but I think it it actually became yes, very necessary. Because um, you know, Turkey now he's traveling, which I'm actually leaving tomorrow, so I got to stay a lot in the house, um, catch up with house uh, things that needed to be done and chores and whatnot and we're still behind because uh, there was so much um i i feel like housework is never done it's never done and then you have two people that travel at the same well the, with his new job he's been traveling a lot and uh he's like having a schedule like mine or like ours i should say yeah that he comes home one day the next day leaves and then he's home for like two or three four days and right. the only difference is we don't work when we're home we're home right exactly when, he go, when he's home he still has to work so i feel bad for the guy but you know you learn it is what it is yes so his birthday is this month but because of all the projects that his job uh is throwing at them uh we had to cancel his birthday so we're doing we're taking advantage that he's in pennsylvania so we're gonna i'm gonna end up in philly take a train out of philly and um meet up so we can go and see the family oh well that's fun yeah so the vacation continues <laughs> vacation big you know i have i have i'm working over 100 hours this month I don't know if you looked, looked at my schedule, but because no. I took, I literally took three weeks off in June. Now I got to be up for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, and, but but I do have my vacation in August for my birthday. Oh, nice! I have September. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Where, wait, were we supposed to go on vacation in September? No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. What I had in mind was what I was dreaming of is that COVID was going to be over and I was going to be able to take Turkey to his dream place. He wants to go to Amsterdam. That was going to be kind of like my present to him, sort of my birthday celebration, because, you know, it's kind of in the in between. And, um, but we decided, I decided in September because of Oktoberfest. Mm, that's but right. Of course, COVID is still going. <laughs> so it's going strong. It's been one year. And, and, and it's coming back. It's when I come back, I'm like, girl, no, no more comeback. This is not All Stars. <laughs> you already won the crown. This is not All Stars for you to come back. <laughs> 
you, you have been retired. You have been retired. Don't pull a Shangela. If you know, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you know. So my hair is no longer red. I see that. Well, it was it, it was all sorts of colors as a It has been all sorts of colors. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> so do you and want I don't to have my afro anymore either. I know the curls are gone. <laughs> so sad. Do you want to trade hair, sisters? You know what? After COVID and that, I do not want to. I do not miss the whole taking care of the hair because I was trying to. You know, maybe I can like, oh, you know, I had a little curl movement in my head, but no, uh, it's too much work. <laughs> right too much that's what being a girl is i know i don't know how you like i had to start like waking up an hour earlier to get ready because my my hair will take longer now uh or or back then i should say so i don't know how y'all do it i give you a ovation clapping i mean i don't want to like toot my own horn but my hair i mean you've been around me i really just get up and go yeah true. i don't really brush my hair it's just natural she think it's natural <laughs> <laughs> i mean i really don't have to do a lot to it no it's true it's true you don't it just kind of sits there my sister once said when we were in the car and i was driving the air conditioning air conditioning was hitting in my hair and it was pulling it back and she goes like why you look <laughs> like you're in a car commercial <laughs> in a commercial because you know like the hair, the hair just kind of <laughs> herbal essences <laughs> <laughs> do you remember those uh, commercials i do <laughs> the pantene ones oh my god the age uh, showing the age <laughs> yes we are we definitely are uh do you have news do you want to talk about news I do i do have some news actually all right so from the atlanta journal constitution that i never heard of before so a plane diverted to louisiana after extreme turbulence 10 people hospitalized and american airlines flight heading to tampa was diverted to new orleans last thursday after hearing severe turbulence causing some of those on board to fly out of their seats a statement from the airline said 10 people were taken to the hospital with the injuries, including eight passengers and two flight attendants. Unfortunately, flight 2401, which left the Dallas Fort Worth International Airport around 7.30 p.m., had 190 passengers and six flight attendants on board. Uh, the plane made an emergency landing around 9.30 p.m. at the Louis Armstrong International Airport, where it was met by paramedics. In a Facebook post on Monday, Sherry Parsley Najera, I'm going to say that in Spanish, a woman who said she was on the flight described the experience. I flew out of Tampa on Thursday. I flew out to Tampa on Thursday. We hit something I had never heard of called clear air turbulence. Oh, I just had that today. Um, there was no bad weather and the flight was smooth prior to this. It was so scary and I, most of the flight thought we were going down. We dropped 150 uh, in a matter of seconds. So yeah, you literally went down, honey. Oh, no warning. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you missed it. With, with no warning. <laughs> yes. Uh, ten people were injured, two flight attendants, and one man were severely injured. The woman said she was able to stay in her seat thanks to the seatbelt, but others hit the ceiling and one man landed on passengers. The pilot and flight crew were amazed and so professional, were so amazing and so professional and put their injuries aside and took care of the injured people. With that said, please always wear your seatbelt when on a flight, even if the seatbelt sign is off. I'm glad she learned a lesson. It will have been a lot worse. Our pilot said he has been flying for 27 years and never experienced anything like this. That is crazy. And that is why you should put on a seatbelt regardless of the seatbelt sign being on or off. Um, it just happened today, actually. For the past I, three days, I told you that it's been so crazy. Well, I mean, it happens. We talked yeah. about it on our delay episode where, you know, it the 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 weather patterns since are changing right now with you know from cold to warm it's going to it's going to have a higher chance of mm -hmm. turbulence my my captain called me today and he goes like hey did you did you start service yet and i said yes and he goes like can you do hand service and i was like sure so we put the carts back and i kid you not i literally put the ca the cart back and we started getting really bad turbulence. Yeah, we had to pull our card twice yesterday. On uh, I had three legs yesterday, and uh, two of the legs we had to put them back over. Uh, on the third leg, we decided to just go ahead and do be safe and just do the um, the hand service on that on that one. So yeah, it's been bad. It's been bad these past like week i say lots of delays lots of bad weather um yeah what about you do you have any any news going on i do so this is from usa today no you still can't bring fireworks oh, yes you... masks are required <laughs> I you say, no, what no it's not from the u.s <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess not. Fine, we'll find the right news, girl. Put it together. <laughs> okay, anyway, from USA Today from eight hours ago, Ooh, from today, gosh. July 2nd. Um, no, you still can't bring fireworks. Yes, masks are required. What to know before flying. So um, USA Today gathered six things that uh, rusty travelers need to know about flying July 4th weekend. Check, recheck, and triple check your reservation and flight status. So since airlines are still adjusting to the travel resurgence, they have been changing their flight schedule, sometimes with little notice. And then it's frustrating to travelers with itinerary changes, including a stop where, they was, where there was none or a vastly different departure time. There's been last minute flight cancellation and delays. And they have also had a problem of shortage of staff 
and summer storms. So just have a plan B if your plans don't go as planned. Brush up on TSA rules so officers don't confiscate that giant bottle of sunscreen or fireworks and you don't slow down the line. Oh my gosh. So I went through TSA with my friends that are not flight attendants uh-huh. when I went to Napa. I was so frustrated in the line. I was like, why, why do you have this big bottle of lotion with you? Like, oh God. And then there was this family in front of me and they weren't wearing masks. And the guy was like, the dad was like, no, we don't need them. It's not, a, it's not needed. And he was literally standing in front of the sign that said masks required. Oh God. <laughs> So TSA has been using social media to remind flyers about prohibited items ahead of the holiday, including fireworks and knives. Rusty travelers who have questions about whether they can bring a particular item to the airport, whether it's in a check bag or a carry-on, can ask, can ask the TSA on Facebook or Twitter. Um, then also Uber and Lyft rides might be hard to find and pricier than you remember. Blame a lingering driver shortage from the pandemic, so order one in advance when available if you need a ride to or from the airport or enlist a friend or a family member. And it's true. When I took the Uber to your hotel when we were in the Bay Area, yeah, um, we paid $30, $30 for the Uber. Yeah. And, and then, then you had the Bay Area too, so that adds to it. Yep. Ugh. And yeah, and then um when we were when we got to LAX and we were trying to get an Uber to the hotel, um $76 for a two-mile ride. 76. Ooh. So we what we ended up doing was because now at LAX they have switched where Uber and Lyft pick you up. So we well so we went over there. And we grabbed a taxi for $20. <laughs> Is that surcharge that they put on the airports? It's- well, it's, it's, and it's also because they don't have drivers. If you had seen the amount of people waiting for Ubers and Lyfts and all the taxis that were available. I mean, when I was there, you know, from our hotel, I wanted to take an Uber to one of the major um, train stations mm-hmm. so I can go to some um, all the way uh, to, the, to the bridge yeah. yeah into town and uh, to get an Uber it was it, it, they wanted to charge me anything from like 18 so I'm like okay no never mind I'll walk it <laughs> I mean at that point right <laughs> yeah I just I, I just wanted to hold off a little bit of an energy because I knew I was gonna do a lot of walking in San Fran which mm-hmm. I did. And I'm like, yeah, let me hold up for one energy. Like, I'm willing to pay five dollars. Uh, no, <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, masks are a must in the airport and on the plane. Mask mm-hmm. restrictions have eased across the country, including at many retailers, since the CDC updated its guidance for vaccinated Americans in May. But the federal mask mandate for transportation has been extended into September. Airlines allow passengers to briefly remove their masks while eating or drinking, but to get ready for frequent remind, but, but get ready for frequent reminders that they stay on at all other times. Flight attendants have become the mask police. It kind of sucks that we have had to do that. 
Yeah, that's we're not flight attendants anymore. We're mass police. <laughs> the thing, so yeah, and it's just because you know people won't, you know they they just won't be honest if they have been vaccinated. You know. Yeah, and I mean that the way it was done, I don't think it was thought through. No. So we have a system now that it's going to be a little bit difficult to figure out who is right. who. Right, exactly. And, and so. to piggyback in the whole um, mass police, when I come into the plane to do my checks, the first thing that I look is, do we have extra masks? Because if I had to ask for more, we might get them, we might not get them, or we might get them late or, you know. So I want to make sure that that's one of the first things that get like requested if I need them. Right, exactly. <sighs> and it sucks. It sucks. All right. Get to the airport early if you want to eat, drink, shop, or even grab a coffee. Long lines are the norm. Some airport concessions are still closed or have limited hours, and those that are open are dealing with staffing shortages. And it's true. Like, thankfully, I bring my own coffee and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. It is but, very true. But the lines at Starbucks or Caribou or any of the coffee places are always long. Um, and this is where I think that companies should have a crew line at the airport. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Lower your expectations for in-flight food and drink service if you're sitting in economy. Yes. <laughs> Airlines stopped serving <laughs> or selling most food and drinks during the pandemic relying instead of prepackaged water and maybe a snack, but have gradually been resuming it. However, two major airlines, American and Southwest, have delayed the return of alcohol sales because of the concerns about the role it plays in, rising, in the rising number of unruly passenger incidents. Don't even think about bringing your own. And it's true. So that was the last one. And it's true. Like, most airlines don't allow you to bring, to drink your own alcohol because you can transport your own minis but it is against federal regulations for you to drink your own alcohol on the plane i think say it again for the people in the back please it is against regulation to drink your own alcohol on the plane oh she reacted <laughs> <laughs> wow um so I think, I, I, did, I don't know if it's true, but I heard at one point that if you handed a JetBlue flight attendant your alcohol, then they could serve it to you. Because the biggest problem here is not you drinking your own alcohol, it's us monitoring the amount of alcohol you are drinking because it hits you different when you're at a high altitude. Okay, that, I, that makes sense. Um, but it, I never but, experienced it, but yeah. Neither. But... At most airlines, you cannot drink your own alcohol, even yeah. if you hand it to the flight attendant. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to toss it. Well, oh, thank you, tough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's all I have for you. All that, Saint? Yes. Oh, my. Oh, shall we take a quick break? And yeah, then... we'll get some water. Hey there, this is Bobby with the Rock Guys Podcast, and you are listening to the Flight Attendants Podcast, your pre-flight requisite. 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 
I guess we're just winking it. Uh, I thought you said winking it. <laughs> and now the left. <laughs> Work those eyes. Work those winks. So summer traveling, how's it been for you? It's been kind of horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. All the flights are full. That last, yeah, or yeah, yesterday I had to tell people um, to sit down or stay. I was like, I'm not having any of this. My flight attendants in the back were like, we don't know what to do. They don't want to take their seats. I said, you tell them to take their seats or they can stay here in Chicago. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> And so, so, so she walks to the back and as she's walking to the back, I can see her like getting nervous because she doesn't want to cause any issues. So I, I make yeah. an announcement over the PA. I said, ladies and gentlemen, you need to take your seat. We are delayed and you are causing the delay. This is not the airline that's causing the delay. So everybody around that was sitting down, ready to go was like, sit down, like da, da, da. And so then, <laughs> and so then I said, I'm like, oh, or if you do not want to sit down, then you can stay here in Chicago. Pick one or two. Like you can't, you can't just sit here. So then they, you can't just stand there. And so like, they finally sat down. Uh, but oh my gosh. It was such a nightmare. But why they didn't want to sit down? They just like didn't like the seats or what? Because they were sitting and sitting in the back, and they didn't want to sit in the back. And then, well, too bad. And then a couple of them got separated, um, because they didn't check in twenty four hours prior. They checked in at the airport an hour before takeoff, so they had to take whatever was left over that everybody else hadn't taken. Mm, 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 mm. So, so I also made another announcement when we landed. And for those of you that were separated in the future, make sure that you purchase your seats and tickets together, not just your tickets. And this will alleviate any separation you have from your family. Then this lady, when she got <laughs> off the, then this lady, then this lady, when she got off the plane, she goes like, I really like your honesty. And I said, you are. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Everybody was just irate at this because it was a family of 15 people. Oh, and Lord. That's another thing that I feel is happening more now. There's the group, are, they have gotten bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, more, more flying, uneducated, inexperienced, let's say that. <laughs> yes, inexperienced flyers. And they just it's just it's just a mess and they're coming in big huge herds and i'm like oh lord day mm -hmm. and of course all the flights are like packed jam now like mm -hmm. i've seen so many oversold flights on every single company because i i i'm starting to look into not revving to catching up with turkey and it, it's becoming very concerning now <laughs> yeah yeah like non-revving is becoming difficult Imagine like all these commuters now, but this is summer and this summer is a little bit more special. Very special. Very Thanks. Special. Thanks, Rona. Thanks, Rona. I so, feel like this episode should be called Thanks, Rona. Thanks, Rona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, 
So how many hours are you working this month? This month, I think I'm a, a 80 something. Um, and the reason why, you know, because I, yeah. I took those time off for to go see family. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at 80s, 90s. Do you just look at my schedule? I don't know. I don't know. I have some days off at the end of the month. I might pick up something else. So we'll see. You're at 68 hours for this month. Yeah, but I'm, oh. No, well, I'm picking up something then later tonight. Okay. <laughs> well, I am at 108 hours. 108? Yes. Ew. I haven't I haven't worked this packed of a schedule in over a year. Oh, you know what? That original, my original flying, my line was like 80 something. That's what it was. And then you got... I got removed and then I dropped the last trip. I see. But I mean, you have plans. Right, right. And it works, it works with your schedule. Just as long as you are planning something for my birthday. I don't know. Whose birthday? My birthday. Your birthday? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Uh, your best friend in the whole entire world. <laughs> I, think, I think we determined that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> A flight attendant can work various hours that require flexibility because they often change from month to month. They may work nights, weekends, holidays, while they travel the country and the world. Airlines and federal guidelines dictate flight attendants flying hours, although individual flexibility can change the more seniority a flight attendant gains. As we talked on uh, our reserve episode in the last last season, oh my gosh, we're in season two. Welcome to season mm. two. <laughs> I thought that was going to be your opening line, but I let it go. <laughs> well, you said you start, so I did. <laughs> You're the one that is more aware of those kind of things, so. I know. <laughs> um, welcome back. Welcome back. Well, I did say welcome back. True. So uh, what are flight attendant hours? Flight attendant hours are an accumulation of time a flight attendant spends on board the airplane performing their specific duties. They can expect to spend 65 to 90 hours in the air and an additional 50 hours preparing the airplane, processing passengers, during boarding, and performing post-flight procedures, such as waiting for those wheelchairs. Ha, ha, he, he. <laughs> Typically, flight attendants work 12 to 14 days and log between 65 and 85 flight hours each month, not including overtime, which is very true. I'm working a lot this month. Yeah, get that flight overtime. Yes, I need money. Make it rain. <laughs> uh, flight attendant schedules can change month to month, and some flight attendants may work some weeks than others. New flight attendants typically work the reserve schedule, as we went over in our last episode. And um, the flight length, destination, and layover determine the flight attendant schedules. For example, so we have several different definitions. We have turns, yeah. which this is the shortest routes, and then just fly to and from one destination. I don't, I don't understand when they give us like a four-day trip, 
And then you're working turns out of that that airport for like three days or four days. I know, days. especially when you have a base there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> South Florida. <laughs> uh, two day trips for these flights. The flight attendants complete one leg flight or in one day have a layover then return the following day. I don't like to work those because I don't live in base. And then I, I don't like working turns or two day trips because they're I'm out of base. So for me to drive 80 miles, like it's not, yeah, and it's not doable. Because it would be it would be 160 miles round trip, 80 miles to work, 80 miles home. Yeah, and actually I feel like they're more inconvenient than having an actual trip out. Because yeah. you don't have to, when you are out, you don't have to worry about transportation. If transportation fails, that's not on you. Mm -hmm. Um hotel situation. If you're at home, it's very easy to just get too comfortable. There's no waking up calls. Nope. <laughs> then you had to take your car. You had to deal with traffic. It depends mm -hmm. how far you live from it. It's that's yeah. why I don't I don't do those either because I feel I've done it and I and I see the the inconvenience of it. I will try to pick up a turn line when I need specific days off that I know it's going to be like a tire like a hard time for me to drop the tr like mm -hmm. a four day trip. Okay. So because people are like, yes, I'll take a turn. Yes, I'll take a turn. And it's easier to like drop turns than it is to drop a four day trip. Yeah. Um, so then we also have the three day trips and then the four day trips. And then there's the long haul trips, which are seven or flights or they're long haul, long haul flights over seven hours long. Those are usually international trips and flight attendants could choose could choose where they fly if they have enough seniority. Do you so have a favorite on the days that you like to do? I like to do four days. Really? Yeah, because I don't live in base. Oh, that would make sense a lot for you. I, I feel like the three days are perfect. Yeah, I, I feel like if I lived in if I lived in base, um, I would be okay with three days. Yeah. But because I I I don't live in base. I need to maximize my time True. away from home so that I so that I don't do I the, the least amount of driving I have to do into into work. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite long haul flight? Favorite long haul? Um could it be could it be Canada to London? Why am I? Why is that taking me so? Oh, oh, wow, what I was about to say. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Canada to London is it's just because I know where I'm going. That's the only thing. I know. I know. Me too. Are there restrictions on flight attendants' work schedules? <gasps> oh, are they? Yes, the federal. Not if you're a reserve. <laughs> well, I mean, there are some restrictions regardless if you're a reserve or a line holder. But so you know how that goes. I know. I was just talking to. I had a deadhead flight attendant um, today on today's flight, and he was like, "I forgot to bid, so I got stuck on reserve, and now I'm paying for it." And I was like, "Ooh." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think 
I got so traumatized with um, reserved life that I think I'll I'll be so concerned about bidding. Like I have it on a calendar with an alarm and everything, every single day of it. So I don't go back into reserve. I know. I know. I feel you. I don't ever, knock on wood, would have to go back to reserve. Who is it? <laughs> it's reserve calling. <laughs> Crew scheduling. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, oh, no. They knock on your door. Uh, Crew scheduling. Hi, we've been trying to call you. <laughs> They're worse than, hi, we've been trying to reach you about your life. <laughs> your car's extended warranty. Oh, no, that's awful. They say not play with the banner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please call. You have your been show rerouted. Time, your showtime is. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so, uh, duty hours. The FAA sets guidelines for flight attendants' working schedules to re- to ensure ample rest periods. The FAA limits an attendant duty hours and regulates the number of staff per flight. We know it's. One flight attendant per 50 passengers. 50 passengers. So wait, not only are you no English here, you're also no language here. No language, no Spanish, no nothing. nothing. What do you speak? Oh, yeah. So duty hours are the time attendants work immediately before the aircraft embarks from the origin gate to the time it arrives at the destination gate and does not include layover or commuting time. Rest times are the time between completion of one duty period to the beginning of another and are separate from commutes or layovers. For us, our duty starts when we check in at the airport. Mm-hmm. And then that's just duty time because while we're boarding, we do not get paid. We can check in up to an hour prior. Yeah. I've checked in more than an hour prior. But it doesn't count until an hour prior. No, it does. It does? At least for for the times <laughs> that I've done it, it does for me. Done it, 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 it? I done it, 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 it. Ah. See, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't do it often unless I'm like super early. I don't want to give them the extra time and the extra opportunities for them to change, like get funky on me. So, <laughs> but you would also time out sooner. How? Because duty time is not fly time. Tricky, tricky, mm. tricky. But I feel like they will fight it, you know. How? Your duty you know, time. I don't know. They they do these magical things, you know? <laughs> Very true. So for a duty period over 14 hours, a rest of a rest period of nine consecutive hours must take place. An eight-hour rest period, eight-hour rest periods are acceptable as long as the scheduled 10-hour rest takes place within 24 hours of the reduced rest period. And then there are duty periods over Duty periods over 18 hours require a 12-hour rest period. So those are for the long-haul flights that 
you know, flight attendants when they work like a seven hour flight, um, but like, or not a seven hour, but they work like a 16 hour flight. They have to take a rest in, they have to change crews um, in the plane. In the plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're still technically on duty because you're not off the plane, but that just, you're just resting. You're taking a break. And then uh, dependent on the number of passengers, the FAA requires a certain number of flight attendants during flights to ensure periods throughout, uh, to ensure rest periods throughout the flight. One flight attendant per 50 passengers. Yep. And, and if they're working the long haul flights, they may require two sets of crews. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So how often do flight attendants work? How often do you work? Uh, whenever I want to, because, you know, I'm a senior papa now. <laughs> no, um, days in the month. I don't know, because it changes per month. It's just, I guess it just depends on how much we want to fly. Exactly. But we also Thanks. have certain amount of days that they are given to us. And that is up to us what we want to do with those days off. Right. Yeah, because we are we have we are given as as line holders, we are given a guaranteed amount of days off. Correct. And if and if we choose to pick up on those days off, then we can Yeah. yeah. I only have nine days off this month and I'm kinda of dying. I want my fifteen, twenty I had twenty days off last month. How many? Oh. <laughs> All but right. two of those weeks don't count, right? Twelve of those days don't count. Well, actually, what? Eight days. Eight days. Eight days don't count. Ah. Um, so the schedule may depend on the preference of the flight attendant, their seniority, and location. Some flight attendants may prefer to log lots of flight hours, while others prefer shorter trips with more days off. Some flight attendants may travel to their home base and commuting is a consideration with choosing trips. Ah, that's true. I mean, if I have a super early show, I just come and stay at your place. Uh, I don't think so. Yes, I think so. <laughs> she has a bed in my house, basically. I have a room. Oh yeah, that's right, a room. Anyway, so we have the reserve schedule, which is your on-call. You're on standby. Mm-hmm. The Beyonce backups, right? <laughs> the Beyonce. <laughs> what did you hear that one? You. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Really? <laughs> I'm innocent. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then there are line holders like us who bid for design routes or work days that can swap, drop, and change trips. Bidding for trips begins at the beginning at the same time each month, and the flight attendants can choose their schedule according to their preferences. Line holders can work up to 25 days a month, although individual airlines may cap the numbers of hours a flight attendant can work. When do flight attendants get their hours? Flight attendants may receive their schedules at the beginning of or at the end of the month, and at least two weeks before their first assignment. The schedule or roster contains all the information the flight attendant needs to know about each leg. 
their schedule also lists additional information such as the flight attendant's accommodation information and transportation details to and from the airport. On their schedule, it has our airport codes for each destination city, the equipment and aircraft type, how long we're gonna be away from the location before flying, uh, and, a, and a flight attendant's position during takeoff and landing. So we actually get to choose what we fly depending on our seniority for positions. And then um, the day the flight attendant reports for duty, estimated length of flight time and expected layover time. I know that also some airlines, they assigned that, it no matter how senior you are. The red... Yeah, some, some airlines have the purser position and that's your position and and this is all from indeed.com yeah it's crazy right yeah it's crazy because that's all that's a lot of information it's really good information for those people that want to be future flight attendants to read and it's very it covers a lot of like the airlines this is how crazy like how similar and different we are at the same time each company that's That's why it's interesting that's why i chose this article because it's just encompasses right cool so we kind of already went over this but it asks can flight attendants change their hours of course we can thank god thank goodness this is a really interesting question because i've had this question asked many 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 times do flight attendants pay for their own accommodations no we do not you know what it's funny that i I have to agree. This is a very, very, very common question. Very common. We do not pay for our accommodations when we are working. Did you imagine? The airline. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would not be working this job. They would not have flight attendants. No. There would not exist an industry, literally. Right. Yeah. So airlines cover the cost of meals and accommodations for flight attendants who travel overnight or longer. Once flight attendants receive their schedules, they know how long their layover is and where they are staying. A flight attendant's regular paycheck may also include food allowances. So it used to be in the past, um, a flight attendant would get, let's just put a number, like $50 at the beginning of her trip. It's like, this is your per diem. This is how you're going to buy your food. And then as the industry grew, then they had to lay, they had to set parameters of how much a flight attendant would get paid, et cetera, to cover their food because transportation and accommodations are taken care of from the company. The way it works for us is we get paid a certain amount of money, 24 hours a day until from the time we check in for at the beginning of our trip until we come back to our home airport at the end of the trip. Mm-hmm. And it does not stop 24 hours a day, even if we stop at our home airport and between our trip. Yeah. Because I've done that before. Me too. Mm. And it's such a tease. <laughs> I hate, like, you come back on the last day and then you have, like, a three-hour sit and then you have to go do a small turn. And it's like, why? Why? Like, and it makes you think, well, at least for me, it's like, man, I have three hours. I can literally drive home and come back <laughs> i mean at that point if i drove home i'd be like i'm sick <laughs> and that's and that's why i don't like drive 
home because it, it's very tempting. <laughs> yes. So our flight attendants pay during layovers. I feel like that one, that answer that I just gave encompassed all of this, which is, so since we're no longer on the clock, once the plane reaches the destination, flight attendants' official duty time begins when the flight, the plane pushes from the gate until it arrives at the destination. But you're still, because you're away from base, you are still technically on duty. So even if you're at the layover hotel, you're still representing the company that you worked for. Mm -hmm. You're still on the job. So if you are a new flight attendant, don't act up at your layover hotel. You will get kicked out and you could get fired. So what are the benefits of flight attendant seniority? As people progress from junior to senior flight attendant, working for the same airline over time may come with benefits. So four benefits are they can design their schedule because we can choose where we go. They can choose their flights because we can choose where we go. <laughs> they can choose their home base airport because we choose because where we go. Where we go. <laughs> yes. And they qualify for better pay because we can choose where we go. <laughs> Yeah, some some perks of flying international yes. on some companies. That's on some companies. And then that's it. That's all they had for me. Wow. I'm very surprised. Good job, indeed. Good job. Yay. Back in my days, mm-hmm. when I when I when my parents even suggested this that I should have been involved in the whole aviation world. If that information was available, obviously it wouldn't be the same, but people now cannot just come in blindsided on, on, on the job. You know, there's a lot of information out there and I'm, I'm kind of glad. Me too. So, so no excuses. No excuses for you. That's all I have for you. Do you want to add anything? No, no, I mean, what else am I going to add? That was pretty, pretty perfect. I'm happy that you actually found that. Yeah. So I'll add it on the episode notes so that people who are thinking of becoming flight attendants or have more questions. Questions. Yes. C'est la question. Yes. Yes. Oui, oui. Good afternoon, folks. 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 Podcast, podcast, podcast. This is G Mac with my co host Winnie. Worked together for 15 years, coached football together for 15 years. 15 years. Now we're two big fat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Guy rules. Whatever fat guys talk about sports, the top five games, wrestling, movie review. Interview podcast. Yeah, we're battling ourselves with this. This whole podcast. You were our first Tom Great. Tom Great. Tom Great. Take a deep. Take a deep. This is the Outlaw Blitz podcast. Hey, are you do? Are you been reading anything? Listening to any podcast? Okay, so I read. 
I read a book in June, which was called I'm Not Dying With You Tonight. And oh. it was really, yeah, it was really good. It was, uh, that sounds like a story of our life. I'm not dying I'm with not you. I'm not dying tonight. with you. <laughs> you on your own. No, you're on your own. <laughs> um, so it was about uh, two high schoolers, a black girl and a white girl. And the it was it, each chapter was written from each other's point of view. And it was each other's point of view during a riot that broke out at, a, at their school. And oh. so... Yeah, so it was really interesting because the riot, like there was a fight that broke out at their school and then it just kind of trickled down into like a riot into the town that they lived in and they had to get home, but they didn't have a ride. And so they had to traverse the city where they lived or the town where they lived, but they were met with circumstances that each other viewed very differently because of their culture. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, so it's it's really good. It's called Very Up um, to Date. So it's I'm Not Dying with You Tonight by Kimberly Jones and Jilly Seagal or Gilly Seagal. Oh. It's very interesting. If you want to read it, Sammy. Yeah, I think I think I'll keep that in mind, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm now reading for July The House of Spirits. By oh. Isabel Allende. Have Isabel you read it? Allende. Uh, yeah. In Spanish, of course. So. Yeah. I'm reading it. In, we're reading it in English for my book club. But. Nice. I want to read it in English. To say, and it's funny because that was one of the options that I had saved up in my, on my um, um, Kindle. So I can um, Learn some read, English. It, read it in English and see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and learn some English. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. So it so since we went on break, have you been reading anything? Uh no, because I was trying to catch up with the whole school, as we all know. We all talked about this before, and I had to take a break from that too. <laughs> it got very <laughs> overwhelming. Um and um, actually, I haven't found anything calling my attention. So I finished the the, the second book, and I confirmed my my last reading. Um, I confirmed there is a trilogy, but they haven't wrote the author hasn't wrote the third book. Oh, she named the book, but she hasn't finished it or even started. I don't know. I haven't like dig too much into it. Um, the second book, the finish, the ending was a little, a little bit disappointing. You put everything on your mouth, don't you? That's what she said. <laughs> so um, I was kind of disappointed. So I'm hoping that the third book comes back and kind of overshadows the the second book so i can forget about it but i started reading because i got bored on the plane so i started reading the first the the previous one because that that was so good that i had to start it, the trilogy again so that's good um i have really not been watching anything new because yeah i don't think i have watched nothing either 
I mean, I rewatched Downton Abbey like seven times. <laughs> I also rewatched Bridgerton. Oh my God, I had to explain Downton Abbey to Jerky's cousin. So I was listening to the, um, the concert that made us podcast and the, the guest that they had on this week, his name is Colm Gavin. And oh my gosh, he had this really cool song um i think it's called since baby since baby been since baby been gone and since you've been gone no not that one no but (laughs) but it was really good like i think you would like it because it was just him and the piano and it was really really good yeah i'll send you the link yes um and i and um the guys at the bad council so they had they have this fan. Her name is Erica, and I think and I I think because they mentioned us in a few of their episodes, uh-huh. she then she then migrated to listening to us. So she and I have been exchanging a lot of messages back and forth. And she said she was the sweetest thing. She goes like, "Wait a minute, you don't get paid while you're boarding the plane?" And I said, "No." And she said, "That has got to change." <laughs> Aww. Then she just was asking all all sorts of questions, which I am more than happy to answer. And I'm sure you are too. So, yes. Yeah. And I'm glad that people are listening, are not, not just only listening, they are taking the information that we're giving. So shout out to Erica. Thanks for following us. Thank you. And um, are you listening to any podcasts? No, I haven't. Other than ours, and I haven't finished ours. Wah, wah. How rude. How rude. All right. Well, yes. <laughs> I think our time together has come to an end. We must depart as friends. After 10 long years. <laughs> I just meant for today. Rude. Oh, sorry. And nice to know how you feel. Okay, so if you have nothing else to say. No. Where can they write to us? <laughs> <laughs> the Flat Attendant Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's only been a month. How do you forget already? (laughs) (laughs) I can't with you. Okay. So, social medias? Social medias. (sighs) Wait, before we do that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Please, everyone. Um... You can email us at the flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> the flight attendant cut. The flight attendant podcast at gmail.com. And our website. The flight attendant podcast.com. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Do you like my dance? <laughs> Very lovely. Shall we try? Shall we try all that again? Sure. Okay. All right, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and rate the podcast. You can listen on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, Amazon, and Google Podcast. You can also write to us at the flight attendant podcast at gmail.com and you can visit our website at the flight attendant podcast.com you can also follow us on instagram at the flight attendant podcast and on twitter at stay safe fly safe stay and, safe fly safe and that's it <laughs> that's for it. us we'll see you guys next time okay look at you, you. Dun 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 d